Mr. Faneed, what is the current situation at the border post uh, there at Baitbridge? Well, I can confirm that uh, I think the uh, flow through the port is uh, under control. Uh, the one uh, area of, of, of concern that uh, we've picked up in the last 24 hours is the large number of uh, heavy vehicles and trucks that are going through our port. Uh, the queue is now uh, outside the port uh, on the N1. It's almost about five to six kilometers just of trucks to the side of the road, but they're not interfering with the flow of smaller vehicles and uh, coming to the port. Mm-hmm. We understand uh, that you've deployed additional staff uh, to the country's ports uh, of entry around the country, but uh, there are still some frustrations and, and, and very long queues. How many uh, additional staff have you deployed and are they managing? Well, the Department of Home Affairs uh, had, uh, almost uh, deployed, not almost, but deployed about 425 additional officials. I mean, at Bait Bridge, we are talking about 113 extra staff at Le Bombo into Mozambique. We've deployed close to 100 staff. To the three state ports, uh, be it uh, Macero and Fixburg, we also deployed close to 100 staff. So we have, we've deployed a number of officials. And, and I, so I don't think, uh, you know, the, uh, the issues at our ports, it's really just about the, uh, the number of staff deployed. I think we are, we are, we are adequately uh, deployed. Um, the South African Police Service also deployed staff in, uh, in Baitbridge in particular because we do have an uh, issue of lawlessness in this port, and it's for that reason that they came out here with uh, public order policing to assist us during this time. Uh, so it's not necessarily an issue of staff. So if it's not just staff, what are the other issues that you are confronted with? Well, I think there are a number of uh, factors uh, that contribute to the situation. Let me first say, two days ago we have seen what happened at Le Bombo Port of Entry, that has got nothing to do with, uh, you know, uh, port management, but everything to do with traffic management into the port of entry. Where motorists just decided to, uh, all the lanes into the port of entry were then, uh, you know, turned into a one-way, and therefore no other vehicles could come out of the port. The same situation happened here yesterday at, uh, at Baitbridge, where we find that these guys are completely disregard traffic laws and rules, and therefore we find ourselves now with uh, all vehicles uh, leading into our lanes, leading into port uh, that is having all this. Another area of, uh, of concern is the, the issue of illegal migration. And I can say that, you know, ports like, for instance, at Macero and in Fixburg, as well as uh, at uh, Baitbridge and Mozambique, uh, Le Bombo, we find that every third, fourth person as an issue with uh, migration uh, compliance. They've either overstayed longer in the country, they are traveling with illegal documents, they are traveling with not all the required documents. Now, that situation leads to an official now needs to deal with an administrative process and uh, actually queues then pile up and people are not served because these people are then uh, need to be processed as a secondary function now. So that, these are some of the challenges that we are experiencing at our ports of entry. So, so what are some of the solutions then? What are you doing? What other plans are there to address these challenges? Because if travelers are not adhering to regulations of law, there must be some arrests. Well, absolutely. That's what we do. But, I mean, the very same arrest that we are now talking about, it is also contributing to, you know, police stations and cells and holding facilities that are, that are that are that are that are that are get that get full and uh, but uh, all the, the you no know, law enforcement entities within the border law environment 
uh, execute the, the, the mandate. Mm-hmm. Uh, have, uh, is, there, is today expected to be the busiest uh, as travellers rush towards uh, or towards their destinations before Christmas Day? No, I think we have seen perhaps the worst of it. Uh, last Monday and uh, Sunday, and uh, we have seen that at Bay Bridge here, where a large number of the traveller flow was going through the port. Uh, the last, the past weekend, we've seen that in the Bombo. I think last night and this morning, we've again experienced it in uh, in, the, in Bay Bridge. But uh, most of the, the, the you know travellers, I'm sure that uh, has gone through our ports. But we still keep the same level of readiness with officials deployed. So if ever there is another, you know, unexpected uh, wave coming through, we should be ready to deal with that. Mr. Vanier, I thank you so much uh, for your time. That was uh, the Department of Home Affairs Head of Port Control, Stephen Vanier, talking to us uh, from Baitbridge Border. Then, as you heard, extra staff deployed, but there's still chaos at the border. People not adhering to the rules and regulations. And then, of course, they need to step in and arrest some of these people. So please let us know, wherever you're driving, uh, let us know what's uh, the uh, uh, traffic like and the volumes where you are. Now, high traffic volumes are expected on our roads this afternoon, as many of you are heading towards various destinations in time for Christmas tomorrow. Motorists have once again been advised to drive with caution as the death toll now continues to rise, sitting at more than 760. Traffic authorities say that they are ensuring more police visibility as a way to curb the road deaths. For more on this, we are very happy now to be joined on the line by the spokesperson for the Road Traffic Management Corporation, RTMC, uh, Simon Zwani. Mr. Zwani, very good afternoon. We've been looking for you for some time. You must be very busy. How is the situation on the country's roads uh, as we speak? Uh, uh, we are mourning the death of uh, one of our own uh, this morning, one Elvis Mabu, Joseph Mabuza, who also died in a crash last night. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we are in low spirits because he was one committed uh, member of, of a family. Mm-hmm. He was very reliable, we, could, we knew we could work uh, and, and rely on him to do certain things. How did he die and where now, did it happen? In Pumalanga, there was a, uh, they were monitoring the situation at the Lebombo Bridge. He was returning from work and when his bike crashed with a, a vehicle that was doing an unlawful U-turn on the road. Mm-hmm. So that that adds now to the death toll because we reported earlier that it continues to rise. It's now more at uh, more at hundred uh, seven hundred and sixty. I beg your pardon. Is that number still the same, or has it increased now? Well, it it, it, it has increased. Uh, we don't have the latest because we must still collate mm. uh, and, and, and quality check information. But it has it has certainly increased. But the, the rate of increase. <clears throat> so slow down is no longer what you were saying before the uh before the twentieth or twenty second. Mm-hmm. Uh there are fewer accidents happening. We are deploying also within the build up areas now because we know the problem is going to go there as festivities begin, people drink uh, within the build up areas and others will knock them down. Uh the rate of teaching and accident and accident with chain walking members of the public 
uh, want to prevent those because those have create have been a major killer among among pedestrians. Mm. But to those who are living, to particularly the neighboring countries, we ask them to desist from the, this habit of bribing officers. Uh, one person was arrested already for trying to bribe an officer. We have impounded a number of these overloaded trailers, which are a menace on the roads. And they've been impounded until the owners can find another vehicle uh, to reduce the load. So we'd want to urge them to stop this habit of, of bribing uh, uh, officers because it's going to land them. Mm-hmm. In, in case. Uh, can you just give us a broad overview in terms of the traffic situation on our country's roads? The major, around the major roads leading to the coastal areas are quiet, even the road roads leading to the Bobo are, are quieter today. It's the roads leading to the border gates will be uh, busy uh, with our colleagues from the neighboring countries trying to get home uh, in time for Christmas. But otherwise, all the other roads are quiet. Mm-hmm. Your advice to motorists on the roads, and, and, and what are you as the RTMC doing differently this year to try and curb the carnage on our roads? Because we understand that, that people are very lawless when it comes to this time of the year. Yes, that is why we, we are going to polish the build-up areas quite uh, intensely now. Because we know that many of the fatalities are going to happen there. Uh, with, with everybody having left, people think that it's a free for all. Traffic is flowing freely, particularly here in Gauteng. Uh, so it needs to be very cautious uh, in the build up areas. Very cautious because there, there will be one or two drunk drivers uh, driving recklessly, but there are many. Uh, pedestrians who also stagger onto the road under the influence of alcohol would really want to urge people to to not go onto the road, particularly busy intersections when they are under the influence of alcohol. Mrs. Zwani, I thank but you. We have, we have the new technology, alcohol testing technology, which we are rolling out in Gauteng, uh, and people must know if you if get arrested this weekend, I mean, today, you spend the Christmas in jail, but you'll, you'll go to court uh, the next court date, and the, and the prosecution will be strict. No more delays that they are used to for, for travel, drunk and driving. It's going to be swift this time, and they'll face consequences immediately. How effective is this new uh, device that you have now currently being launched here in Gauteng? It's very effective. We've tried it. We've been testing it to the Western Cape. We're implementing it uh, under the guidance of the NTA. So we know there are certain guidelines they've given us. We are operating within those guidelines. So we no longer need, there'll be no time wasting, uh, taking blood. And many motorists had learned how to kill time because they learned the the loophole that blood has to be taken within two hours of arrest. And if, it, it, if it's beyond the two hours, no longer accepted. 
that is no longer the case. You blow onto that machine, a report will come out on your on on your the legal call content in your body, and it's already a report that goes into the docket, and the matter can go to court immediately. What is the legal content? And so people uh, sometimes get confused in terms of how much they can consume. Can you just break it down for us? How many glasses of wine, how many glasses of beer can you drink in order for you not to be over the legal limit? It's, the safe route is not to drink if you are going to be driving. Because it, 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 it's very low. Uh, one glass can take you over the limit, uh, depending on your body weight and whether you're eating or not, but one class is enough. In, in fact, the standard is even lower for, for professional drivers. It's almost half a class that, of beer that you must take, mm. and that's all.